wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, and it is here on this very podcast where each and every Thursday, I, myself, Joseph, along with my best friend, Kyle, talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation each and every Thursday. So alongside me, as always, the greatest co-host who is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? Where is he? I don't see him. Where? It's where, where? No, oh, I'm, I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> uh, I'm doing great. A little tired. Uh, a yeah. long day at work. But you know yeah. what? We're talking PlayStation, man. We had a big day in, in PlayStation world oh yesterday God, with it's... what, no spoilers, what might be one of my favorite game trailers I've ever seen. Ever seen, Kyle. It, it, Joe, it, yes. what it did to me emotionally, It we'll get into it, but like it was. Okay, because that's, listen, it's a beautiful. good trailer, but well, hey, listen. Before we talk about the state of play and we break it down game by game of what we've seen in that 20 minutes, before we talk about and give you the rundown on The Last of Us Part 2, Call of Duty, Controversy, before we got, talk about any of that, or Borderlands 3, or actually we might talk about that right now. Kyle, yeah. what have you been playing, good sir? Uh, that very uh, notion of, I don't even know what I'm saying. Borderlands 3 is what I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, just spending more time playing it. Um, yeah. I will say, last time I played it, a um, little bit of fatigue set in. Just a little oh, bit. Really? Like, you're um, like, I'm tired of doing this over and over again. I, I'm just, I'm a little bit. Also, I'm not a huge fan of the planet I'm on right now. What planet's that? Uh, it's Eden 6. Oh, you're the, not a fan of the Eden the, the forest one. I'm not. There's just okay. I, I prefer the really cool technological advanced ones that we've gotten so far in right. this. Right. Um, there's just something that I just doesn't gel with me. However, we meet a couple of really cool characters on this planet. Yep. That I love them. It's just there's just something about the environment that's just not really clicking with me. I there is something. I think what part of that that level is kind of empty feeling but the main story that's there yeah really good really I, and I think that's the best borderlands writing that they have so far for um, sure yeah. especially with um uh the the huge celebrity cameo they got to voice in this game i don't know are you up to that point uh yes i think i know balix yes yes okay. that was such a good story yeah oh that my was god great. that level and, was so good uh, getting the person that they got for that was surprising to me because yeah. i don't think i knew that going in oh really that yeah that I was did, something in uh, yeah. the promos they're like oh you have this oh, person i yeah. i was at media blackout like i okay. refused to watch and, and yeah. so like i was it, very happy to hear that that was one of my awesome. my favorite most like well-written levels because if you guys Absolutely. don't know there's a level where two ais are going through <laughs> a breakup one's a navigator and one yep. is like a combat ui yep it is it's fantastic I am right about to beat Borderlands 3. Oh, nice. They just gave me the, okay, we're here to finish it, all right? So it's kind of like the, all right, do whatever you need to do right now. This is it. So mm -hmm. instead of going in, I could have beaten it today. I am now doing all the side missions. I'm completing all the things. Uh, I want to platinum this game because for yeah. me... I'm enjoying the combat portions, the gameplay sure. portions. The weapons are amazing. It is the poor writing of the villains. They don't get better. And there's a part in that story at the end of Eden 6 that, or during it, that I'm just like, 
there there's something that just happens for the sake of it happening to push the story along. It's mm-hmm. something the villains do, and they're not even in the scene with you. It just happened. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is that? What? Mm-hmm. It's just the writing is still all over the place, and the map. Oh my god! I'm I'm thank God I'm not the only one saying this. Map's awful. The map's awful. It's just bad. And now mm-hmm. I'm getting to the, some sluggy UI. So. Though the gameplay is really great and a lot of the writing, again, when it's good, it's great. There are just some things that keep pulling this from being a, for me, a game of the year contender. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah still, still love it, but there, there's some yep. things I wish were a little bit more fine tuned mm-hmm. and a little bit, probably a little bit more uh, taken care of. I think they really wanted to hit this year like, yes. really badly. And I think they could have. Maybe take it a couple more months. Yeah, like a, a 2020, early 2020 game would be I, fine, too. I think this this kind of screams. It was a very safe bet. Yeah. Right? Uh, this definitely screams. Battleborn, we, we tried something crazy different. That failed spectacularly. Let's just do what works right now. And yeah. then we'll build upon it later. And so, for me, the game's great. I now want to see the end game. Now I'm kind sure. of like, okay, story, I get you, but yeah. let me get to the end game stuff. And, and honestly, like about. in Borderlands lore uh, and the other games, the DLC is where like it kind of really shines for me. Some of my favorite stuff yeah. is with that. Yeah. And knowing that we're gonna get more DLC for this, I'm I'm kind of excited. Okay. Um, for what is in store there, because I think the universe yeah. building is fantastic in this. Oh, game. for sure. Like when you're doing the Typhon de Leon stuff is some of my yeah. favorite exposition in the game because you're following Mm -hmm. the first vault hunter in all of his adventures and it's It's a very simple thing when it comes to like these open world games where you have to like collect audio logs and stuff i just love like i can just walk away from it and i'll still play yeah i don't have to stand there in front of it which some games make you do that and i hate it yeah so again there's some things that this game nails so right and then some just so wrong but hey we're still playing it i plan on platting it so there's that kyle Let's get let's get all this Borderlands stuff. We're gonna talk about it later with sales and stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about what happened this Tuesday. Yeah, state of play. Sony comes out late last week. The good gang, mm-hmm. we got mm-hmm. a state of play. Last of Us is the finishing act of this state of play. Yep, get ready for twenty minutes mm-hmm. of just pure PlayStation. Yep, we got the hype. We got Neil Druckmann out there tweeting us watches, knives, click, clock, click. So great. Amazing. It's finally happened. The state of play. What we're going to do here is play a little game, though. It's called Yay or Nay. We have the list of all the things that came out. We're going to talk about them, and it's just a simple Yay or Nay. Do we like it? Do we love it? Do we hate it? Kyle, what is the first goober on our state of play roundup? Uh, I should say all of these are from uh, Push Square. Yes. Um, so I won't say that every single time. Yep. Uh, Humanity is a bizarre new PS4 title from Tetris Effect Dev Enhanced Games. Humanity is the latest project from developers THA and Enhanced Games, the studio that brought us the exquisite Tetris Effect. It seems you'll be in control of these masses of people overcoming all manner of obstacles and fighting off reams of bad guys. There's a PSVR mode, too, which should prove to be even more bizarre. Joe? Yes. Yeah or nay? Okay. So, right off the bat, I got to give Sony props because the little 
gift that we saw just introducing that there was going to be a state of play was yeah. all these people just running and creating yeah. the logo and the time and whatnot. And they were um, a little cheeky with it too, Joe. I don't yeah. know if you noticed that teaser. Yeah. But there were five people late to the pile. Yep. Front of the show, Adam Baker. He was just like, there's five people. What does that mean? I don't know, yeah. Adam, but it mm-hmm. didn't mean PlayStation 5. No. What it meant was this was actually the game that they were showing off, Humanity. Or... And right off the bat, I knew this was an enhanced games. Um, yeah, I knew this was from the creators of Tetris Effect just by the music. The sounds just bam. If you just gave me the sounds, I would think it's more Tetris Effect. So mm-hmm. immediately knowing my attachment to Tetris Effect and how much I loved it last year and continue to play it this year, I'm on board. So it's a yay. But yeah. what I saw was weird and kind of if if you. If you're not in the know, if you didn't love Tetris Effect or you don't know these guys work, I get why this would be maybe a poor start. What about you? Sure. What did you feel? Uh, I'm also a yay. Um, yeah. Yes, it's weird. It don't know how it plays, but it kind of looks like it might be a puzzle thing, which I'm yeah. totally down for. Yeah. Um, and you you say like, oh, no, it didn't really have to do with PS5. Um, the date did say 2020, and I do think those five people that are late are like maybe this is a launch PS5 thing. Um, kind of like a Resogun, like downloadable thing to play when it you did give me Resogun vibes. Yeah, so and they like, talk about like life being a simulation and stuff. Like there's like a the, yeah. there's like a thesis paper on the blog and honestly, that you can get. And the 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 tech the tech probably of having all those things on screen at the same time. Yeah, it's. I mean, it looks it looked super smooth, and it looked like maybe a next gen type of power from a power okay. standpoint. I know that probably is crazy. It's just little these little humans, yeah. talk, but there's a lot. There were a lot. There. Yeah. there were a lot of people on there, so yeah. I could see it being a, a launch on PS5. All right, I'm, I'm yeah. down for it. So it's so far we got one yay, yeah, one solid yay. Okay, I'm gonna write this down, Kyle. Yeah, what's the next thing? Uh, um, the next thing we got in this state of play was a Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaign trailer. Joe, what you think about it? Man, so I didn't expect this. I'm on board with Modern Warfare. I got to play the beta with Luke Lore. Uh, Crossplay. There was a little problem with the matchmaking. It's not just like flipping a switch. But mm-hmm. overall, I like it. It gives me the Modern Warfare vibes. Seeing this trailer... Now understanding where the story's going um, with the child soldier that we see in the trailer. So she is an important uh, integral part of the story. I'm interested, man. This gets me in. I yeah. I understand there's a lot of controversy around it. And if you're not okay with some things that are in it, I get it. And if you are, that's fine. For me, I'm on board. I'm, I'm interested. So, yeah, it was a gay for me. Yeah, I'm actually going to agree with you. Uh, I, it's a yay for me. Uh, I will probably never touch multiplayer because I'm real bad at it. But <laughs> Dude, uh, same here. It was really rough. We were getting uh, destroyed. This campaign, though, trailer intrigued the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, it was. It felt like I realized most Call of Duty stories are kind of the same thing, but this kind of felt next level to me. Uh, just it felt different. The performances really is what really got me, and I know this is stupid to say so late into like this generation of gaming, but man, that that looked beautiful. That yeah. was one of the best looking games I've seen it, yeah. since like God of War and uh, now I'll hold you there stuff. and say that the beta 
the environment's a little kind of rough. But let's see oh, okay. what the story will That's offer. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah. cool. Two solid yays so far. So, yeah. so far, so good. Let's talk about the next game, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom finally tips its hat on PS4 this December. It feels like an eternity since we first saw Well, Tom, but it's finally coming to PS4. A colorful, whimsical new trailer for the Annapurna interactive title reveals a December release date for the cutesy adventure. Catamary so, crew, Joe, what do you think? Yeah, no, this is a nope. <laughs> this is a no? This is a no, dude. I'm, I'm, right. No. Well, are yeah. you a yay on this? Because I, I see Katamari. It's not my sure. game. It seems yeah. it looks like an ashes trip. There's something about those games that like, when I look at them, I kind of freak out. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Okay. I don't know. What, are, you, are you on board? Uh, I'm not a full full yay. Uh, what I am, though, is kind of in the middle. I'll say may. May. Okay, I'm, um, I'm at. I'm game. I'm gaming the system here. Um, the reason why I, I'm a little in between, no, just because like there's so many games this fall that I'll probably be playing before this. Right. But yes, because I love when PlayStation gets weird. I That's love cool. weird PlayStation, and this That's is weird, pretty dude. weird. And just like from my niece's standpoint, I feel like they would love this game. Yeah, see, it just to me, it's gonna give me nightmares. I don't know sure. what it is. Sure, God, but it but like me I just thought it was funny. There was a toilet and it flushed poop. That was there. You go, Adam. Okay, I hope weird you're PlayStation. There you go. Let's get to the next game because I actually talked about this when we talked about <clears throat> the games that we would want to make. Sure, this seems right up there. So let's go for it. Catch the feels with Arise: The Simple Story on PS4. It promises an emotional roller coaster through limbo. Effectively, the plot begins with you burned on a funeral pyre, and from there you must relive your life. That means you'll experience both highs and lows as you revive memories both happy and sad. Quote, in Arise, you never know what's around the corner. You enjoy the good times to the fullest, knowing they might not last, and endure the hardships working to turn them around. To put it simply, that's just life, right? Beautiful and scary at the same time. End quote. The PS blog explains. Uh, beyond beautiful. Yeah. Soundtrack gave me, gave me journey vibe. The game gave me journey vibes meets Vikings. Sure. Um, this is a story about you. You're dead. They are burning you. It's a Viking funeral and you are in limbo as you traverse and see the memories, both good and bad and the things that are in between. Um, this is why state of play exists. This was a 100% yay for me. Awesome. I I need this game ASAP. Yeah. I'm also a yay. Uh, it looks beautiful. It sounds beautiful. Um, yeah, I I'm excited. I think when, because we watched it together when I came home from work. And I was like, ooh, this looks like Fern Gully of the game because he's, like, riding a, a flower and stuff. <laughs> Just, like, the environments are super cool. Yeah. And hearing more about what this game is about, yeah, this sounds like a, a me kind of game. I'll make sure I'll have some tissues nearby so oh, I'll probably cry. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's awesome. Let's get to the next one. <laughs> L.A. Noir: The VR Case Files is out for PSVR right now. L.A. Noir The VR Case Files has been confirmed for PSVR release. Better yet, it's actually out right now on the PS Store following the State of Play announcement. Originally released alongside the PC release of the 2017 remaster of one of Rockstar's finest, uh, this VR spinoff rebuilds seven existing cases with new layers of immersion. No. No. Just stop. (laughs) Why are we remastering this game? Give me a GTA VR. You know what I mean? Like, this is not the... I get it. 
L.A. Noir, it makes more sense because of the whole facial recognition thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, that game was so easy to cheese. And when it came out, it just bored me to death. Now, again, it's the VR twist does add something of intrigue now that I'm saying it out loud. But, man, I didn't like that game at all. <laughs> so this is a hard note. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm also a no. Yeah. Just... Like, the, the facial performance looks great, but everything else is just, like, eh, eh, it's very robotic and weird yeah. and... I don't feel like revisiting that game either. Yeah. So. And also in VR, you know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to... It's going to be like a Bukaki party every time, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, no. <laughs> no, please, God, I'm going to no. be playing good cop. I'm going to oh. fake jerky off coffee. That's <laughs> what I always do. I'm, I'm a child. What can I say? Up you next know? on State of Play, PSVR <laughs> Montage introduces upcoming games. Here's a breakdown of everything you got to look forward to. Uh, there was Gorn, a gladiatorial simulation with a full physics engine. This seems to be channeling its inner gang beats in the Coliseum. After the Fall, a survival shooter by the makers of Arizona Sunshine. This intense post-apocalyptic affair will take you to the frozen tundra, formerly known as Los Angeles, where you'll be able to tackle missions with friends. Stardust Odyssey, a sci-fi game with space spacecrafts that look more like ships, this PSVR outing will whisk you away to another world. And then there was also the Space Channel 5 uh, VR yes. game, and there was another spy one that looks super cool, which uh, I need to find I think it's it. Arise one i believe or aspire one aspire one yeah 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 yeah. nathan nathan in the discord was really interested i am too that looked really awesome so you know what i'm gonna do with all these vr games (laughs) oh no if they give me hands and i could clasp them dude you know what i'm doing (laughs) i don't get paid enough to do this you don't get paid at all gorn though gorn was the one that i'm the most interested in yeah Looks Gorn, really awesome. I've watched Funhouse play, and it looks oh, really? super funny. Yeah, yeah, and I, you you win me with just gang beasts being in the description. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah After mean. the fall was probably the highlight for me. That looks yeah. that looked pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so is that both yays for this montage? Yeah. So so far we got four solid yays. Got mm-hmm. no just yays. Uh, one may, one nay, and then one solid nay. Cause, sure. Uh, yeah. Medieval PS4 demo launches today on PlayStation Store. Also, I I heard somebody's. I think they said Medieval on the State of Play, which threw me off. Yeah, I thought it was always Medieval. Yeah, so medieval, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Medieval. Yeah. Uh, the short-lived demo is only available until October seventh at twelve a.m. Pacific. So don't miss this chance to relive a piece of Sir Dan's legend. Sir Daniel will be revived in glorious native 4K when this classic PlayStation game remade from the grave up launches on October twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. So last week we were talking about it. We kind of gave our like predictions of what the score was going to be, like six, seven range, maybe. Uh, because medieval is so obscure, I really like that they're doing this demo. So I'm giving it a yay. I sure. played the demo, and I'm yeah. going to say a nay. It, uh, oh, it, okay. Not not that not that it's bad. Not that it's bad. Not that the team didn't work. Just not for you. It is. It is definitely what we've seen out of like a Crash or a Spyro remakes, right? Where it's like, yeah, it looks pretty. Gameplay is still the same, which means sure. you're still playing a 90s you know, uh, action platformer. So for me, there wasn't anything that gripped me. I was mm-hmm. having fun with it, but 
nothing that really pulled me. This one for me is like a wait till it's on sale, you know? Sure. Yeah. So right. it's a yay this just is... that they give players the option. Yeah, this is a yay for me as well. Um, not only do we get a demo, so you could try it out. I think it's smart for. Oh, is it Other Ocean? Are they uh, the yeah, ones making Other the Ocean. Name? That's the. That's uh, the it, I think it was smart for them because I think they could read the tea leaves and, like, everyone is not super hyped about it. So yeah. why not get people to pl- put their hands on the game and try it out and see if it's for them? Yeah. Plus, you get a pe- like a piece uh, to pl- use in the real game if you play the demo. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Let's talk about the next game. Oh, boy, do I want to. Civilization VI comes to PS4 November 22nd. Uh, Sid Meier, Civilization is a turn-based strategy game where you attempt to build an empire to stand the test of time. The latest entry in the franchise, Civilization VI, offers new ways to engage with your world. Cities now physically expand across the map. Your actions help boost technology and civics research, and competing leaders pursue their own agendas based on their historical traits as you race to achieve victory. That's not all. The expansion bundle that includes both Rise and Fall and Gathering Storm adds a host of additional civilizations and leaders, new gameplay systems and depth, and unique challenges to the Civilization VI experience. Joe, Dude, I'm so what do you in. think? I'm I know you were hyped when this I am so came in. up. Adam Gumby writes in, he asks, like you can too, via the PS Trophy Room Twitter, write us anytime, or the Casa de Bad Bit Discord. He says... My second favorite game announcement, I'm assuming Last of Us first, is Civ 6 being released so soon. Are you guys interested at all? It's a super dope game. Adam Gumby, I'm right there with you. This is a day one buy for me. I love, 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 love Civ 5. It's one of my favorite games ever. Um, So I didn't get to play Civ 6. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play the crap out of this knowing that it's probably all the bugs are fixed. The expansions build upon it. I'm in. This is awesome. More strategy games on consoles. Sure. Uh, I, this is a no for me. I've never oh. had any interest in a Civ game. Um, yeah, it is great. It's fantastic because yeah. people like what they like, Joe. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah, no, it's point. just not. It's just I've never tried it. Um, okay. Maybe down the line if this ever comes to PS Plus or okay. PS Now or something. like then Maybe, maybe I'll try it out. Yeah. But it's not like a rush to the store to go pick it up. All right. But you know what might be? The oh. introduction or introducing of the limited edition Death Stranding PS4 Pro bundle. Yeah. All right. Let me paint you the picture here. It's a white and black console, white on yeah. top, black in the middle. It's a PlayStation 4 Pro, so it's a, you know, like a reverse case. Oreo. Yep. Um and there's handprints on it just like we saw in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the controller. Now, the controller is supposed to represent the BB unit, right? Because it's yellow, yes. and that's the thing encasing it. But because Kojima's such a genius with the last two trailers, with Norman Reedus peeing, it is now referred to as the piss console. Yeah. So, Robbie Bobby so Miller controller wrote filled in. With piss. What's that? A controller filled with piss. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Robbie Bobby Miller writes in at the last minute, making it to the show, and asks us, Last night, I accidentally knocked my beer into my Star Wars PS4. Rip. What PS4 bundle do you think I should go with next? Death Stranding is looking like a very sexy console. Wow. Man. So, like, ah, this one. 
I don't know. This what what are, what are your thoughts on that console, Kyle? The the Death Stranding one? Yeah. Um, it honestly, it feels like I can buy a regular PS4 Pro and I'll paint it white and do the handprints myself. Oh shit! You're, it's just, ooh. it's not. It's it is what it is. I guess. Okay. Um, it's just one of those that just kind of didn't hit with me. Okay. For yeah. me, I am. I like the design of the console. I think it's nice. Mm-hmm. What I'm very much troubled by. That looks like a glossy finish. Oh, yeah. That's going to scratch. So I would say, you know what, fam? If you're a big Kojima fan, go out and get it. But I would just go with a regular PlayStation 4 or, or, you know, Pro. Or if you have one laying around like an OG 4, just stay with that console until Last of Us Part 2. That's what I was going to say. Because you you know it's happening. Like for sure, yeah, and you know I'm gonna be purchasing it like a dummy. I mean, the only other ones would be like the Spider ones, Spider Man one's gorgeous. That's the one I have. Yeah, um, I really like the God of War one as well. Yep, um, that one too. So either of those are great ones, but uh, yeah, I think Last of Us. I might even be tempted to buy it just because it's the Last of Us one. There you go. <laughs> like, Power PlayStation, yeah. my friend. Uh, let's talk about the next. Yeah. And what is the last story? On the State of Play Roundup. PlayStation Plus, free games for October. The Last of Us Remastered and MLB The Show 19. MLB The Show 19 came out this March. Kyle, I got a question for you. Do you feel a little burned that, like, a few months have gone by and now all of a sudden this game's free when you paid X amount of dollars for it, Uh whether it's a 60 or the 100? Are you, like, burned Uh, by that at all? No. I'm okay with it. Um... Because I'm such a huge fan of the okay. series, I, I'm okay with. I, I'm I'm more happy knowing that people can actually go try this out for free and really experience why this is the best PlayStation and the only uh, not PlayStation the best baseball game out there and the really the only one yeah um that should be played. It's really really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, please add this to your library. Try it out. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um. I will say though that at this part of the show, yeah, I don't think we needed a full MLB the Show trailer. Oh, okay. I, I think that just the the image, the thing you uh, would have um, known. Yeah, sure. Like yeah. I, because you we know, know what, what baseball, baseball is. is. Yeah, it's not a foreign and, concept. You know, no. Yeah. Um. So that was like a from a not pacing, but just from a presence presentation standpoint. Not a huge fan of All what right. they did with that, but cool. And Last of Us? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Get The Last of Us. Yeah. Like, I think it was on PlayStation Plus before, but it makes I sense. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense with the next announcement. Uh, Marcus O'Neill asks, I'm curious if any of the smaller uh, new game announcements from this... Oh, also After Party. After Party oh. was shown. I knew I was forgetting something. After Party looks dope. It's all yeah. about out-partying Satan, yeah. and I'm a yay for that. Oh, I'm a, a huge yay. I think yeah. out of... Besides The Last of Us, that was my biggest hit. It looks fantastic. Well, we'll get um, there. Well, we'll get yeah, there, sir. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, because okay. Marcus O'Neill asks, for the new game announcements from uh, the latest state of play, like Humanity, Arise, Wadham, or any of the upcoming VR titles, have piqued your interest? Out of yeah. all the new titles. So, After Party, technically not there, because we've seen After Party before, right? Okay. The oh, so ones. the brand new stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Arise is mine, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Again, that's a game that I would want to make, and it shows that people way more talented are making it, not me. 
Uh, just to be different, because I do agree, Arise is, is beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the uh, the VR game After the Fall. Um, mm. re- when that popped up on the screen, I was like, oh, this looks cool. Yeah. This looks like a really fleshed out VR experience um, that looks crazy and it's got set pieces in it. Yeah, this sounds cool. Yeah, it looked, from what I saw, man, I was on board. Um, yeah. This is why State of Play exists. Like, mm-hmm. I, I heard some people go, "Yep, yeah, we're going to see you know, Last of Us, but we're definitely going to see games we don't care about. And I'm like, that's such a douchey way to put it. Yeah. That's such a yeah. dick thing to say. Mm-hmm. This is the point of State of Play is letting big games like Last of Us showcase these games that we would have overlooked otherwise. Yeah. Like, I would not have looked at Horizon, given it the time of day, if I wasn't forced to watch it going sure. into The Last of Us. It's just like watching a movie trailer before the mm-hmm. before you're watching, you know, Endgame, right? And I think it also helps for games like After Party, yeah. even though we knew it, but seeing that trailer, that trailer was fantastic. That trailer actually sold me on the game because before I was yeah. just like, I'm hearing great things, which is mm-hmm. like a lot what you get with indie games. It's like, oh sure. yeah, I hear this is great, but you don't touch it. Yeah. I but, saw it this and time. You, yeah, you get to know that Dave yeah. Fenoy is voicing Satan, the... Yeah. the the voice behind Lee and Walking Dead and millions of other amazing things. It's awesome. Uh, they didn't say it in this one, but I, spoiler alert, I also watched Inside at Xbox. Uh, really bored, but I love the after party stuff. Um, Dude, super bored. Janina yeah. Gavankar is Gavankar, the lead yeah. girl in the in the game, yeah. and there's another anime voice. A lot of peers from Funhouse is in the game. Yeah. A lot of really fantastic voice actors. Uh, depending on what drink you decide, I don't know if you knew this, Joe, mm-hmm. depending on what drink you choose to drink at each bar, changes the dialogue. Whoa. You might be more flirty if you pick one drink. You can talk like a pirate if you pick another drink. So it all depends on your choices, and I just love that. It's, yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, it looks really good. Again, And I love that State of Play gave it time. Like it's That's perfect. why this thing exists, man. That's yeah. why it exists. And then Adam Gumby asks again, sorry, Kyle. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I was very hopeful for a Batman announcement mm-hmm. and hurt my own feelings. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on it not showing up when it seemed like it was a given. If you guys don't yeah. know, Batman's 80th birthday. He was in Fortnite, yada, yada, yada. Um, Monolith Studios, um, WB Montreal. They teased this, you know, sig- Batman signal on a building uh, saying yeah. happy birthday or whatever, yeah. Batman. And then you saw these symbols just kind yeah. of flood this, the screen for a second and a half. Mm-hmm. Tease mm-hmm. of a court of, court of Owls game yeah. and said more information soon. We assumed either state of play or inside Xbox and it wasn't there. Do yeah. you think that hurt state of play? I think I'd heard a lot of people's viewings of it because they were it. Was, it seemed like a given. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Adam. I had my hopes up. I had my hype all the way up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was new to me. I, I'm finding out now that what I found on Twitter was not new to a lot of people. But mm-hmm. like, I went back and found like one of the the producers on in WB Montreal, yep. and last October she wore a shirt with the Court of Owls thing on the back. It's a and redacted I, like, game, yeah. Yeah, and just like that hyped me up because the Court of Owls story is the first comic book that I really chose to to mm-hmm. read because I'm very new to comics still. And I just love how they treated Batman, like seeing Batman in full fear mode and mm-hmm. him scared out of his mind is something that I never thought see. I would see. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's a great story. And seeing the hints at that 
yes, I want a new Batman game so bad. So, yes, my, my hype was was killed a little bit, but just knowing that there's a Batman game being made is enough for me. Yeah. I will see it when we'll see it. I just it's out there now. There's no more guessing. PS5 I, or I think, PS4? Uh, ooh, PS5. Okay. Um, I think this brings up more questions actually. Now that Ooh. I know that it's W WB Games or Montreal. Yeah. That Rocksteady can't also make a Batman game. So what is Rocksteady working? That on? That is true. What is Rocksteady working on? <laughs> is that the Harry Potter League? Is it a oh, Superman game? Is a it a Justice wand. League? I got a little I don't wand know. And I go to school. I pack my lunch. <laughs> um, but don't worry, Adam. Play, play. We'll hear. We'll see it soon. I, yeah. I, I feel it in my balls. <laughs> right there, huh? <laughs> right, right there. <laughs> where you're a man, by God. Uh, then The Last of Us Part 2 arrives February yes. 21st, 2020. And don't worry, guys. I'm going to read you the trailer mm. beat by beat. Let me set the scene. Set it, Joe. Dina and Ellie are smoking a doobie. Also... <laughs> 420 but if you don't want to know anything <clears throat> i didn't really smoke anything that's just me acting um scene it's fantastic it's i'm going to fast forward i'm in the description bam I, so you won't get spoiled with the trailer stuff if you're if you're weird like that anyway so <clears throat> dina goes so ellie if you had to rate our quick kiss oh, don't from... do it with that voice why you don't like my voice this is just how i talk Okay, you always do this. Ooh. All right. <clears throat> Dina's like, so Ellie, if you had to rate our kiss from one to ten, what would you rate it? Or like, whatever. And so like, they're just chilling out. They're hanging out. Right? They just kiss. They're in love. They're in love. Next, you see, scene. It's kind of set in the Rocky Mountains. That's what I'm thinking. It's snow covered. It's giving me... It's giving me Red Dead Redemption 2 vibes, right? It's where the beginning of Red Dead 2 opens up in this hilltop, just snow-covered valley type of type of situation. And it was giving me that type of vibes. And again, the mountaintop just kind of gave me Colorado vibes and the fact that they were smoking some dank, dank weed. Um, Ellie I don't Dina, think there are any laws on that in this this universe so yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. uh listen you do what you do i'm not gonna judge ellie and dina are out on patrol they get separated so they're riding horses it seems like it's open world-esque kind of like with gears 5 so the world is a lot bigger it's a lot more vast uh, they also vast. went out with that other guy from the last trailer yes yeah. which i don't know if we have his name do it kind of seems like he's the patrol like lead i i don't yeah. know his name we'll just call him frank um, we hear clickers, dope. We see clickers, also dope. They look mummified, Kyle. Yeah. They look, Yeah. we see two different types of clickers, a newer clicker and we see an older clicker and they're very much overgrown. It seems yeah. like the cordyceps virus is really taking a toll on them even yep. more so than what the game was when we played it the, yep. in the first one. Yep. Uh, Ellie is out in the cold looking for Dina in the middle of a snow snowstorm. Don't worry. Ellie is wearing a sweater. So that's very important. Uh, Ellie goes into a creepy cabin. Mistake number one. Uh, Ellie gets jumped by two dudes. She gets her ass stomped on. And you're thinking what I'm thinking. 
I hope they don't go there. I really don't. Ellie screams, please yeah. stop. You hear a gunshot. Ellie is now out for blood. We can assume Dina shot, but we don't know because it's all framed, so they could fool us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy is warning Ellie. <clears throat> Ellie, don't get into this. You don't know how big that group is, Bob Gowan. And she's just oh, like, okay. that's not how he talks, but whatever. It's close enough. Pretty much I was going to say, that's pretty good. And then you ended up by God. I was like, nope, Bob I'm God. taking it back. So, yeah. So, she's going after him. This is She's doing a whole lot of revenge killing, visceral combat. We saw a person just get eviscerated. I'm talking about, like, explosion, pink mist shit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you see a guy get shot with a shotgun, blood spews everywhere. You see Ellie just hack a guy with a hatchet. Cut a bitch with a knife. At least a, a rabid dog. A rabid dog, which is new. Which I'm not gonna like that at all. Yeah. Uh, Ellie says, "You can't stop this." Ellie gets creeped up on. Next scene, hand on her mouth. She turns, because the hand lets go. It's Joel. Goosebumps. Now, Kyle, before I talk about this scene, yeah, you think I'd let you do this on your own? Oh, Joe. Let's talk about what that trailer did. It did a lot. <laughs> it did a lot of things. Uh, I don't even know where to start. It, uh, Yeah, so I, I liked how Naughty Dog framed it, where it looks like Dina got yep. shot. And that is the reason why Ellie is going out. And this is going back to the reveal of part two of her... I'm going to find and I'm going to kill, kill every, every last rest. one of them. Um, so, yeah, is has this all been up to Dina up to this point? Yeah. Um, I have other ideas, but I don't know if I want to put it out here on the show. Sure. I wanna maybe, yeah. um, but, like, the, the end scene of when Ellie is there, it looks like there's patrols going by in the background. Mm-hmm. And you just see the hand. And she's, like, freaks out at first. But then you see your eyes, the visuals, the eyes come to a realization the, like, what? I know and this she, person. Yeah. Yeah. I know this person. And she turns around and she goes, what are you doing here? And then you they knew. show Joel, which I, that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, did not think they were going to, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because of the whole rumors. Is he dead? Is he alive? Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. This, what a great trailer, man. Amazing. Um, Amazing. So, yeah. Fantastic. And I've seen some people going, don't tell me anything about this trailer. I'm going media dark. Yeah, A, you're the worst person. I'm going to just say it, okay? <laughs> Half the times, I... the trailers aren't even showing you what's in the movie. It's all misdirections. You're not, you're not being spoiled. And if you are being spoiled, then you know the movie's bad because they're selling mm. you on, on, mm. on the whole movie. It's all about misdirects. But I will say this about the Last of Us trailers that we've seen. Because we've been at the point where we're just like, just show us when you're ready. Stop showing us. Sure. This, you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not watching these trailers. Because the story that it's pushing mm-hmm. is 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 kind of like a contained, here's what it's all about. Here's act one of what it's about. Here's act two. Here's act three. In a very personalized way. Like, yeah. this trailer starts off... At the end of the first trailer, like you could, like those two make sense together mm-hmm. in such a cohesive way. The only trailer that doesn't make sense is the lady that's being hung. 
Which you... is, I think, super interesting because that's the only time we've seen those characters. Yeah. And it's not like the throwaway characters because Naughty Dog gave them names. Yeah. At PSX, they they had them on. Uh, uh, they, I believe they were there and talking about their like they had the voice actors there on yeah. stage. So they obviously have a big role, but that's the only time we ever see those characters. There's in that one trailer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to this game that we have no idea about. Yeah. So like, I just want to also say, I was thinking about this as well. This this is the power of PlayStation, right? Um. This game is so powerful, is so potent. When you think about it, this game's technically only had two games, right? One of them mm-hmm. being a remaster, and the internet stops for it. Yeah. The internet just stops and looks and watches on. That's the power of the PlayStation publishing arm at this very point in time. Yeah. That, man, this this game is going to sell like oh. wildfire i don't even know yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't Absolutely. even know the expression to use it's gonna i mean like i feel That's like it. every owner every playstation owner i mean it's gotta buy it and just think about all the playstation 4s out there in the wild yeah. this is gonna this thing's gonna sell like like spider-man you know yeah. not i don't think he's gonna pay spider-man because spider-man spider-man mm-hmm. but like it's gonna and plus do... like with the rating like, yeah. it is going to be a mature-rated game. Yeah. So with that, though, Famous Seamus, uh, the most famous, the most dignified Seamus I've ever met in my entire life, asks us this via the Casa de Bad Bit Discord and says, I've seen a lot of people point out that The Last of Us 2 appears to be using tropes of, quote-unquote, bury the gay trope, where a character who is part of the LGBTQ plus community is killed, apparently, uh, to a lot of film slash TV makers, gay people can't be happy or fridging where a female character is killed slash injured slash etc to motivate the main character uh in relation to ellie's girlfriend if these tropes do appear in the game will it dampen the your enjoyment of the game this is a really good one um i've i've great question amazing question a hard question as well because for sure i was talking to you know uh caitlin over at uh upper uppercut um back with people play games about this. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard these terms until then. So walking in, I don't know these and I'm not accustomed to 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 the to the vernacular yeah, used. Mm-hmm. The vocabulary used, I guess. Um so w- what are your thoughts on this? Cuz I got some, yeah. but I want to hear what you think. You got some? Yeah. Um I don't like you said, this is the first time I've I really have learned of these terms and these these tropes. Yeah, um, yeah I, I I honestly don't think it will dampen my enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, thinking back at the first game and the DLC, it that was so that was such a great story of Ellie finding love with Riley, and Riley dies, and at the end of that one, she yeah. gets bit. Um, yeah. So I don't. I Spoilers. I really don't. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Not really, though. Um, yeah, it just... I don't think it will dampen my enjoyment. I, uh, I'm sorry if this will be a bummer to those of you. Um, but I I just don't think it's purposeful. I think it... You need I, motivation, I is, right? Yeah, like, if this doesn't happen to Ellie... Like, this is Ellie's story. Yeah, uh, The first one was really Joel 
uh, with Ellie really coming into her own. Yeah. Um, so, the... like, you, like you said, she needs motivation. And yeah. what other motivation in this fucked up world is is really going to yeah. really push her to make a game that Naughty Dog and Neil Druckmann has said, it's about hate. The first one was kind of about love. This one's about hate. And what better way to to really hit that home with another person that she loves Dying. is apparently gone. Yeah. Yeah. You need motivation in a video game or just in storytelling in mm-hmm. general, right? So, like, you have to ask yourself as the writer, who do I kill to make her go after sure. in, in revenge? Revenge. What what is what drives you? And it's been of love, right? Love can make people do crazy things. Now, do you kill Joel because they have a a you know, father daughter vibe? No, you kill the person that truly is gives her hope, and that would be that significant other, right? Like I'd kill anybody, anybody harm my mama. But oh yeah, I'll tell you this: if anybody touched a hand on my partner. I'll probably kill a... I'll cut a bitch. Yeah. For sure. I, 100%. It was, you know, it was Joel doing, what would you do for your daughter if you can do it again, right? What would you do differently? That is the story of The Last of Us, mm-hmm. uh, part one. Part two is now, what if that lo- the, the love of your life is taken from you? How do you exact revenge from that? So yeah. that doesn't... That doesn't bother me that a gay character is is been killed because it is it is part of that other character's arc, right? Sure. Um, so like with the whole thing of like barrier gays, gay people can't be happy in in cinema or TV. Um, nobody's happy in The Last of Us. <laughs> so yeah. like whether you're you're gay or straight, everybody's just surviving. Um, you know, when it comes to again, like killing killing your girlfriend, she needs the motivation. So that's how you do it. If mm-hmm. it's done correctly and in, in, in a smart way, I don't think any of us is gonna are going to have a problem with it. Um, because Last of Us is yeah. a hard hidden game, man. And then once again, we're just assuming yeah. that Dina is the one that gets shot in that scene. Yeah, it could be it could be Joel for all we know. Yeah. Like it, it's yeah. Now the next story here is uh is is not what i put in the notes it is the special editions and this fact that this game will have two discs kyle would you like to read this for us Uh, according to the features section of a best buy product listing listing the last of us part two will launch with two discs similar to red dead redemption 2 before it as such fans should expect a pretty hefty download size Probably something around the 100 gigabyte mark, give or take. Uh, would you like to read what Marcus... Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Marcus O'Neill writes in, uh, like you can, at Casa de Bad Bit on Discord, or on the tweet when we tweet out, we're recording the show for questions, uh, at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. I wonder what you make of Neil Druckmann's comment that The Last of Us 2 would be the longest game Naughty Dog has ever made. I must admit this gives me a bit of pause, as I worry it could overstay its welcome. What would be the sweet spot in terms of its length for you? Whatever the length it needs. Yep. Um, I don't want it to overstay its welcome. I don't want it to feel like it's too short. But I, mm-hmm. I what what I want is the focus. Because Red Dead Redemption 2, huge game, two discs, story was over 60 hours, and I really felt like you could cut 30 of that those hours out. Sure. Um, so 
however long this game needs, just don't give me that filler though. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, that's yeah, really absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. As long as it takes to to t- tell this story, yeah. Um, because you got to think, The Last of Us One was a, st- a really well self-contained story yep. in its own right. Yep. We don't need a two no. at all. And I, I think Neil has even said in the past, the only way they would make a two is if he felt there was a story to tell. Yeah. And, and he feels strongly that there's a story, and um, I'm happy with however long it is because He's... that story is fantastic. Oh, yeah. boy, Joe. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Sorry. And then from the same story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Naughty Dog's upcoming title will release with three special editions in addition to the standard version. The Ellie edition counts as the most expensive of the bunch, costing $230. It comes with the following. A steelbook including the full game, 12-inch Ellie statue, a 48-page mini art book from Dark Horse, Ellie's backpack, Ellie's bracelet, a logo patch, lithograph art print and thank you letter, 7-inch vinyl record, set of 5 stickers, set of 6 enamel pins, PS4 dynamic theme, digital, set of 6 PSN avatars, also digital, a digital soundtrack, and a digital mini art book. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. Uh, Also... We both pre-ordered that without even seeing all that stuff. Yep. <laughs> We're sad. <laughs> it was very sad, but you know what? Seeing that it's pretty much sold out and it's really hard yeah, to come by yeah, at this point, yeah. I'm very happy with that. Okay. Uh, the collector's edition that. is cheaper. Yep. Priced at $170. Packaged within it is everything in the Ellie edition, minus Ellie's backpack, logo patch, and 7-inch vinyl record. Finally, the special edition, which costs only $80, only includes the steelbook and art book as special items. The latter's digital extras only feature the PS4 dynamic theme and six PSN avatars. They're sold out everywhere. (laughs) It's sold out on Best Buy. It's sold out on Amazon in 20 minutes, Kyle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So here's what I did, Joe. What's that? Here's what I did. Tell me. Uh, I've heard horror stories with Best Buy canceling pre-orders. Yes. And I, I was really, really worried about this. So I kept bothering GameStop. I was like, GameStop, when is it going up? Because I want to pre-order in the store just because I know with GameStop, it charges you immediately. Yes. Um, and I like to pay as I go. And they were like, yeah, it's online only, whatever. So what I ended up doing was I pre-ordered the other collector's edition just so I'm safe because my biggest gaming regret when it comes to buying games yeah. is not getting The Last of Us mega post-pandemic edition right. with the statue that is my biggest regret that is the only statue that i want so badly so and bad. need and i'm not making the mistake again because i need ellie up there with yeah. all the other first party sony stuff so yes uh i did the same thing check your credit card though because best buy it could be pending so check that's it. fine that's fine i have space for that okay so okay good. i checked it i was surprised i was alarmed even <laughs> okay. um now with that said Best Buy has a thing with pre-orders as well. I wasn't able to get it on Amazon, but I was. I I, I did the give me my email thing, you know, uh, give yeah. them my email, whatever, um, just like Hillary. And then what I did for safety was I was still able to pre-order the hundred whatever sixty dollar mm-hmm. edition at, on Amazon. And since you don't have to pay up front, I was like, cool. But Amazon's also known to do that. Yeah. So. Did Joseph run over to GameStop and do the same thing you did? Drop fifty bucks on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, We're not making that mistake. No, I'm not. I pre-ordered it 
a game so nice, I pre-ordered it thrice, guys. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we're hyped. At the Absolutely. end of the day, looking at the state of play, um, there's six solid yays from us. One yay, one may, uh, two nay, and one solid nay. So, at the end of the day, Kyle, what did you think? If you had to give a number score on this state of play, with and mm-hmm. without Last of Us, where would you put this? Uh, with Less of Us and without Less of Us? Is that yeah. what the question is? Yeah, like... So two different scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with The Last of Us, uh, a nine. Uh, because that trailer really bumped everything up. Um, and that's not to take away from After Party and all the other stuff. Without The Last of Us being the bookend at the end, I would give this a six. Um, okay. There's some I'm solid right stuff in there, but I wanted it to be maybe be a little bit longer. Yeah. Or even just, like, have a, a couple more heavy hitters in there. Yeah. Um, I put a t- uh, Twitter poll out on Badbit, uh, Mr. Badbit, and uh, I, from a scale of love it to hate it, uh, 6% hated it, uh, 65% of the vote says it needs work, it was all right, uh, mm-hmm. then 26%, it's getting better, good, and then 3% loved it. So, yeah. You see, it, we're getting better. We're working our sure. way up to the PS5 where we're going to get all the kinks out of it. People just want the announcements yeah. to mm-hmm. kind of kind of say, we're giving you 20 minutes of our time. We better be fucking loud. And that's sure. that's really what it is. So I think when they have the announcements and the kinks worked out, State of Play is going to be yeah. a Nintendo uh, Direct like yeah. event. The future of State of Play is super bright. Yeah. With that, Kyle, let's get to our Flash News Holy crap, super late into the show, so let's make this super flashy. You got it. Kyle, what's the first bit? This was, I put just for you. Oh, Mike McWhorter over at Polygon writes, Final Fantasy VII Remake remakes Final Fantasy VII's box art. Square Enix is sticking with tradition when it comes to Final Fantasy VII Remake's box art. The publisher revealed the Final Fantasy VII Remake packaging art on Tuesday, which will no doubt inspire pangs of nostalgia in players. Here's a full look at Cloud facing down Shinra headquarters in the city of Midgar, just as he did in the 97 original for PlayStation. All right. I have thoughts. Go for it. Give me your thoughts, dude. Um... Everybody was loving uh, I, uh, Yeah, I love that it's it's a throwback to the original. Um, I am a little disturbed that there is no part one. It oh, still says full Final Fantasy VII okay. Remake, which I find odd. It may be misleading, um, right? I, I still think it's going to be a full game, okay. like 20 plus hours of stuff in there, but right. it's just misleading from a, a, a marketing standpoint, sure. I guess. Um, also, uh, another game that has two discs. This is a two disc game as well. All right, dude, uh, which I'm on is board. Also, as part of that, I'm on yeah, board. I'm on I board li- well. I love the the cover, by the way. I did. I'm not yeah, even nostalgic. It's just it is a thing that is a staple in video games, right? That picture. It's cloud. It's cloud facing down the city Midgar and Shinra. It, it it is like classic guy against the evil company. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's Bernie Sanders over there with a big giant sword. <laughs> the sword's too big. It's unwieldy. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'd give a sword to uh, everybody. <laughs> everybody gets a sword. Uh, Brianna week. Reeves over at PS Lifestyle writes, uh, this uh, happened today, actually. Yeah. Uh, you can now p- buy PS4's games and accessories directly from PlayStation. Consumers can now purchase PS4 consoles, accessories, and games straight from the PlayStation's online storefront. The new buying options have been implemented on PlayStation.com with a range of items already available to purchase exclusively in the United States. Currently, there's no word on if and when the store will offer the same purchasing options in other territories around the globe. Okay. 
So I was thinking about this. Um, this is actually, like, a lot of people are freaking out. They're like, oh, this is the death nail of GameStop. Xbox does this. <laughs> and I believe, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, Nintendo does it as well. So sure. this isn't, like, a new thing. This is just Sony kind of catching up. But do you think that this will be the future of how we purchase consoles in the future? Where it's like the Apple approach, right? You go to their yeah. website, you pre-order the iPhone there, they mail it to your house, right? Do you yeah. think that that is where game hardware is heading? Uh, yeah, I could see that yeah. for sure. Um, it it kind of makes sense in a way. Mm-hmm. You get it straight from them. Um, I think this is cool. I think the appeal of maybe getting special editions of consoles strictly through there is pretty cool as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even like a customizing thing in the future. Who Oof. knows? That'd be fantastic. Yeah, um, give me, and give it's me, not the... give me that. Well, Xbox has right the custom yeah. controller. Like, yeah. what was it like? Something laps. Give me mm-hmm. that, dude. But, but absolutely, DualShock because it's better. And like they say, they're selling physical games. There's only a list, I think, of 15 on there, yeah. and it's all the first party stuff. Yeah. Um, so until like it's a full, full list of physical stuff I don't think we that have you can buy really if you want to worry about. Yeah, yeah, nope. yeah. So again, cool. I don't think this is as big as what everybody's making it out to be, nah. but sure, I'll put it in the title for SEO's sake. Kyle, oh, what is there, the last... There was, there's one thing in there that I thought was cool. What's that? If you're a PS Plus uh, member, it acts like Amazon Prime, so you get free one-day shipping uh, on your stuff as well. Oh, that's awesome. Will that work yeah. for like like gear stuff? Probably not. I don't think so. I think it's just for the systems and... Uh, All right controllers and well that's and dope that is a that is a yeah. cool old plus uh kyle let's get to the last goober on the sure. list owen s good over at polygon writes call of duty's year-long ps4 exclusive mode angers players dev responds one week ago activision and infinity ward said most post-release content for call of duty modern warfare would launch simultaneously but that playstation 4 players would get an exciting day one advantage we now know that the term most excludes the game's Spec Ops survival mode, and day one advantage means PlayStation 4 players get that exclusive for a full year. As one might expect, PC and Xbox One players are peeved about this, even more than usual due to Modern Warfare support for cross-platform play. The news came during Tuesday's State of Play showcase for PlayStation with the year-long exclusive until October 1st, 2020. Both asterisked and fine printed. Call of Duty subreddit, as would be expected, blew up at the revelation. Quote, a new COD game will be releasing when this is out on Xbox and PC. WTF wrote one massively upvoted poster. Quote, I'm almost certain this was part of Activision's deal with Sony to have cross-platform play in Modern Warfare, replied another. Speaking for the suspicions of many, uh, another one, quote, this is just horrible and I'm on PS4, quote, said another Redditor. On Twitter yesterday afternoon, Infinity Ward's narrative director, Taylor Kurosaki, stressed that this only applies to the Spec Ops survival mode, and importantly, that's not the full Spec Ops mode, it's just one type of game within it. Mm. Kurosaki said the decision to hold out Spec Ops survival was the decision, quote, above all of our pay grades, end quote. This sucks. We're PlayStation people. This is awful. <clears throat> sure. You, you, you don't sound outraged. Where's your? Where's the fire? Not- where's the fire in your belly, sir? Where's, Where's the fire in my belly? Yes, right. uh, from years of working at GameStop, find, seeing how early Xbox owners got these maps for multiplayer. Oh, God, that's Months not the point. in advance. That's not the point, Kyle. It doesn't matter. It is the point. We're living it, in a cross-play future, sir. 
It, like they said, it's only one thing Damn. in that mode. You're a heartless son of a bitch. This, I, I, it's a whole lot of, oh, we got to do this a whole lot back in the day. Uh, and now, now that we we're on the other side, uh, boohoo. Like I'm mad. It just, I don't know. Oh I, man. I don't see a big deal about this. Oh, I'm sorry if that is a shock, but oh well. Don't worry, people. I'm as disappointed in Kyle as you are. I hate this. I like look. I don't care what the exclusive was back in the day. I think it was only three months. It wasn't like a year. No, it was six. It was six. I remember that very clearly. Oh, Some sh- of the maps. Oh, I think it was six, and then they lowered it to three. I think. I yeah. Once it got yeah. the later editions, probably yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. I don't like this decision, but I do like how the devs came out and kind of just was just like, this is above our pay grades. Like, pretty much saying, this isn't our fault. The person to yell at is is Activision for making this deal with Sony. Sure. Um, I don't like this because we're getting so close to the cross-play future where I want to play with my Xbox friends, but I don't want to play on my Xbox. Right? Like, I was playing the cross-play thing with Luke Lore uh, this week, and I was enjoying my time. But seeing this this game being kind of pushed up with the whole kumbaya of crossplay, and then to see this bums me out. And not to mention that, like, this is one of our fears as gamers, where we're getting bits and pieces of game taken out mm-hmm. and, and trying to be dangled like a carrot on a stick for gamers to go on to another side, kind of like a pre-order incentive. That's mm-hmm. dangerous to me. And so, like, to me, I'm like, yeah, there's going to be one day where the shoe's on the other foot and there's more Xbox players and they're going to have their renaissance and we're going to be the bottom dwellers for a little bit. We're going to get hurt the same way. This kind of reminds me of the Tomb Raider situation. Oh, absolutely. That's kind of why I'm a little bit heartless because you got Tomb Raider a full year before I could play it. And by that point, it it fell super behind on my backlog because I had other things to play at that time how dare you sir with that yeah that's all i gotta say on the matter i think it sucks i think it's stupid but you know what kyle i got a question for you what's your question are you holding on to anything uh yep okay good prepare the drop each and every week playstation drops the latest and greatest in all things games onto the playstation storefront the only problem is that there are way too many awesome games to name. So me and my co-host Kyle pick one really awesome game to talk about on the show. Joe's pick, Jedi Outcast. Oh, sorry, Jedi Knight 2, Outcast. Kyle Katarn's classic adventure comes to the PlayStation for the very first time. Experience the legendary single-player epic with modernized controls. And trophies. Test your skill in 24 single-player missions, four epic boss fights, and one unforgettable cantina. I lost my virginity at that cantina (laughs) to a girl (laughs) named Tina. She broke my heart for a Twi'lek. I'll never forget that night. Come back, Tina. Come back. <laughs> Come back. I want to. I want to listen to that audiobook. That sounds great. <laughs> boop, 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 um, boop. Yeah. What, what was your pick, what, sir? Uh, 
I'm going to recuse myself from this week. What? Um, nothing really jumped out to me. What? It was it was slim pickings. Uh, I think you picked the one that I was also going to maybe highlight. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I think also I'm knees deep in Borderlands huh. two or three, and there's a lot of other really cool things to. You're be telling playing. me Contra Rogue Corpse is not doing it for you? <laughs> no. Uh, you know what? Here, here, here's my pick. You ready? Yeah. Uh, go by control. <laughs> Ooh. Go by control, please, you know for the love of God, go by control. I'll support it. Search 2 looks dope. Okay. <laughs> On to Andrew House's snail mail. Now, you know, each and every week, we remind you. We put it in parts of the show. It's amazing when you guys write in with your questions via the Casa de Bad Bit Discord. Or you send us our questions at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Or you could send your mail to Andrew House. I'll fly over, swim over if I have to, and I'll steal his mail each and every week I do this. You think I'd be in the, you know, fit? No. <laughs> I carb load too much. So with that, we got two writers this week. Adam Gumby gave us three really good questions. Yeah. I just what had happened? to add, put them all in. So Adam Gumby writes, yet again, my favorite exclusive getting no mention is Ghost of Tsushima. Do you feel like it uh, It may be a PlayStation 5 game now or maybe a 4 and 5? I think we may have talked about this last week. I don't know. But I think it's a 4 I, and 5. I think it might be It might be a, a 4 and 5. Yeah. A cross-generation type thing. It looks so dope, um, and I'm with you as well, sir. Yeah. Yeah. It looks awesome. I just don't know. I, I can imagine the next state of play might be the next update on it, whenever sure. that might be. Sure. Um, and maybe that's the summer game. Maybe that's the May game. Hmm. It's going to be May. All right. Uh, Bobo Hotep writes in. Okay. It's been a busy ass day. So here's my question. What does the last of us part uno mean to you? Meaning how, how you felt going in and during and coming out of it for the first time. I think Bobo, I think he's playing it for the first time. If I'm not mistaken, I think. Oh, that's cool. On his Twitch, twitch.tv slash Bobohotep. Go over there. Check my so. command. Uh, yeah, what does The Last of Us mean to you, Kyle? It means a lot. Yeah. Um, obviously, that was when I first found Podcast Beyond mm-hmm. and where I really found po- uh, my love for podcasts and they were kind of talking around this. Mm-hmm. Um, and just knowing that it was from the same people that made Uncharted, which is one of my favorite gaming franchises ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was super excited to, to play it. And obviously the E3 demos are some of the most iconic ones where Bruce Straley just dropped the controller after playing it at E3 when it first was shown. Um, it, it means a lot to me and I'll never forget playing through that first beginning and just how it just, it, it hurts you. It hurts you so bad. And it was like, Oh, it's this kind of game going forward and just, the storytelling, the performances, uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson as Joel and Ellie, absolutely crushing that relationship, and just all the side characters that come in, it it means a lot. It is a reason why it's one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, it's it's a reason why I said earlier that game did not need a sequel at all, but I'm very happy to finally be back with these characters again yeah. in a new way, and I'm. Last of Us is special, man. Yeah. It's super special. Um, 
Last of Us Part One is a journey of a gay man. Um, it's the reason why I'm a PlayStation gamer today. Uh, sure. You know, I I came in with Uncharted Two in the PlayStation yeah. realm, and I fell in love with that game. And I started going back and playing any type of PlayStation exclusive I could. And then you know, I kind of stopped for a while, built a PC. I was PC Master Race. Ugh, I'm a dork. And Last of Us came out, and I was hyped for it. I remember purchasing it. I remember walking up to my house, looking at this cover, and just like, this is. It was an event. It was right before E3, too. And that opening was unlike anything I played Mm -hmm. prior. Nothing came close to it. And every time, like people are like, "Oh, video games are dumb." I'm like, "You got 20 minutes." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I showed I showed my 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 father and his <laughs> and his brother when they're like, "Oh, video games for kids for kids," in broken English. Yeah. And I'm like, "You got 20 minutes? I'll put this on." And they were just like, "This is a video game," and I'm like, "This is a video yeah. game. This Absolutely. is more than that. This is art, man. You know, all video mm-hmm. games are art, but like that's what The Last of Us means to me, and it is the beginning of this kickoff." that we see PlayStation's publishing brand um, start really pumping out. I, I feel like a clicked of like, oh, this is what gamers want. And them trying to, to not match it, but produce games like this. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it, you know, to me, Last of Us is is kind of like the the reason why PlayStation is just what we know it as. They allowed Naughty Dog to do something weird, to do something different, and seeing that pay off. They could have very well have said, no, go make another Uncharted game. But they trusted them and they let them do that. And I think if it wasn't for that decision, we wouldn't have gotten this God of War reboot last year. We wouldn't have gotten... uh, you know, a game like Horizon, the previously Killzone people yep. making a huge brand new IP. It is it is special not just from us from a personal standpoint, but just from gaming in general. It is a landmark game. Yeah. It is Hall of Fame, one of the greatest. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I think is is just it shows that Sony you know, that's one of the issues that I have with Microsoft where they kind of just like you're the Xbox team. You're the Gears team. You're the Forza team. This is mm-hmm. what you make. And though, like, there are some good stewards, like the Coalition that made Gears 5, it's amazing. But then, like, you see kind of, like, some, their other franchises meander because they're, they're a, you're a this developer. And I want to see that diversity, and that's what we see in PlayStation. Sure, their games are open world, post-apocalyptic, yeah, whatever. That, that bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. But like that's the games those studios are making, and that and that's the freedom that Sony gives. So, mm-hmm. yeah. With that said, that has been the trophy room. Kyle, what would you yeah, like to up? plug before we get on out of here? As always, I like to plug myself, mm-hmm. Who Ninja seventy three on Twitter and on PSN. My show, all about the kind of funny community. Best friends talk funny. You can find on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny, and wherever you listen to podcast services. Uh, just had a fantastic episode go up this week with Prince Jackson over at Good Night Life. Mm-hmm. Um, really great conversation there. We talk about uh, panic attacks and just <sighs> mental health. Really in depth stuff, which is super important. Um, and also next week, I have Cam Koenig who. Is on our show a couple weeks ago coming out i love him um so go give that a listen and uh yeah kind of nyc uh new york comic-con is next week which is crazy um (laughs) 
<laughs> we have a whole bunch of community stuff. If you're in New York, uh, go to kindanyc.com uh, to find all of the cool events that we've got planned. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's it. Oh, and Dollar Slice Podcast at Dollar there Slice Podcast. You, you always forgot. I'm, uh, I'm marrying Mike and Kelsey, which is crazy. It's awesome. It's so awesome. <laughs> and you can find yeah. me and this podcast over at youtube.com, not slash badbitgames, but look it up, badbitgames, where we talk about all things video games, not just PlayStation. Uh, And yeah, I did a little breakdown of the state of play. I also did a Switch Lite unboxing, which I found was freaking hilarious and I loved. So go check that stuff over there at badbitgames. You could check this podcast out on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever there's an RSS feed, now Pocket Casts, it's a free app, download it, it's great. Go over there, please rate us five stars, thumbs up, whatever you can do, it helps us out, grows this big, beautiful community here with the Trophy Room. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation.